Good afternoon, everyone. It's Ali Corman Kentreve here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Thursday, February 22nd, where we saw super strong gains across the board for the major indexes, fueled by yet another blowout earnings report from chip leader NVIDIA, Ken. Yes, indeed. Uh, NVIDIA held held gains uh, throughout the session. It was a, really an incredible performance uh, after another strong earnings report. Uh, I have three stocks uh, to, to look at today. One's going to be in the technology sector and two outside of the tech sector. First is going to be ServiceNow in the enterprise software group, NOW. Also want to take a look at property and casualty insurer, Kinsale, uh, KNSL holding gains really well after a big earnings surge. And then also in the oil and gas sector, Technip FMC, FTI is the symbol there. Okay, well, we'll take a look at those three stocks. But first, let's analyze the major indexes. The uh, the NASDAQ, uh, you know, nice uh, nice move above the 16,000 level. And uh, it came to, it's, it's less than two, uh, 200 points from its November 21st uh, uh, intraday high. So NASDAQ flirting with an all-time high for the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ, uh, the S&P 500 and the Dow, I should say, scored uh, all-time closing highs uh, today. Got uh, some decent volume uh, behind uh, today's uh, gain. So that was uh, uh, that was a positive. Uh, Brett, uh, once again, pretty disappointing. Uh, big, big percentage gains for the NASDAQ and the S&P 500. But um, uh Breath was only barely positive on on both exchanges, so that was uh, not good to see. But a lot of strong uh, action beneath uh, the the surface. Very impressive stuff. And Ken, can you talk about the kind of moment that you think we're in for this rally and bull market, and what that well, means for how how investors should be approaching their portfolios? Yeah, I mean it's 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 kind of tricky right now because uh, a lot of us that uh, invest in in growth stocks at Investors Business Daily, we're we're looking at uh, the indexes and a lot of individual, you know, growth stocks that have been running higher for for some time. So it's getting tougher and tougher to find uh, actionable uh, setups out there. So that's why that's what makes it challenge makes it challenging. I mean, people might have been underinvested uh, going into today. Where can you put money uh, to work? Are you going to chase a name like uh, NVIDIA? Uh, you just want to avoid chasing uh, performance in, in a market like this. So uh, that's what's challenging. Um, but, um, you know, there is, we're, we're seeing some leadership pop up outside of the technology uh, sector. So we'll look at a couple, a couple of names there uh, today. But it's, it's a, tricky, a tricky market. I mean, if you've been putting money to work in late October, early November, sitting on some big gains, even if you trim some positions back and you have some exposure that's... Uh, that's good, but just be careful about putting new money to work. Make sure you're you're not buying a second, third tier stock. Uh, you really want to focus on the leaders here, but wait for wait for wait for the pullbacks. Couldn't agree more with you, Ken. And uh, since the S and P 500 hit another new record high here today, let's take a look at that. Yeah, that's uh, that's just you know in a nice strong uptrend. You see it hit that low of forty one oh three, and uh, right around late October, that's when we saw the follow through day. So this has been a confirmed uptrend that has just been you know going uh, going like at gangbusters, and like you said, an all time uh, closing high today for the S and P. Let's check in on the ten year Treasury yield situation. Is this impacting markets at all? It did, didn't seem like today. Yeah, not not today. We had a little uh, upward uh, upward movement in that ten-year uh, Treasury yield, and the Fed, uh, you know, has dialed back uh, expectations of uh, uh, you know uh, a lot of rate cuts uh, uh, this year. At one point, the market was kind of thinking there could be 
you know, six or seven rate cuts. Now they're more in line with what the Fed's uh, latest dot plot showed. And it's about maybe three, uh, three rate hikes between now and the end of the year. So uh, rising interest rates uh, didn't bother the NAS- NASDAQ today. It was really focused on uh, that really, you know, another blowout earnings report from NVIDIA. And in terms of sector ETFs, what are you watching, Ken? Well, I want to take a look at uh, XLY. Um, this is the consumer discretionary, which was actually the best performing uh, ETF uh, of the S&P 500's 11 sector. So uh, top holding here is Amazon. Uh, gets about a 25% weighting, I think. So it's a pretty pretty heavily weighted stock in uh, in XLY. Amazon trading up near highs. Tesla is another top weighting. And uh, Booking is also in the top 10 holdings here. And they're reporting earnings after after the close. So uh, we'll check in on, on Booking and see what uh, see what their numbers look like. And it looks like it's down uh, in after hours trading. So, But like the action in XLY today was the best performing uh, sector. And uh, looked like you had a little buy signal here uh, for the consumer uh, discretionary ETF. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a look at ServiceNow, ticker NOW, up 2.8%, but closing off high, still a bounce off of the 10-week line. And uh, this is a current position for me, Ken. Over to you. Yeah, this is a leaderboard uh, holding. And, uh, you know, the, the daily chart, you know, it tried to move back above those short term moving averages, the 10 day and the 21 day. Uh, sellers kind of knocked the stock uh, near session lows, still a gain of nearly 3% for the for the uh, for the session. If we go to the weekly chart here. Uh, what I do like is this is just a, a good, solid uh, second test of the 10 week moving average. And you can see the price action so far this week, still holding in the uh, upper half. And I would say this would be a constructive week for service now if it can kind of close right where it is right now and at least uh, show a nice uh, weekly gain in the upper half of its range um, not that extended from its 10-week line so this is this is a rare example if you do have some money to, to put to work here according to the IBD buy rules this is a, a second test of the the 10-week line and uh, that would put the stock in an alternate buy zone uh, I would wait and see what the market looks like tomorrow and see if again service now can manage a good um, a good weekly close in the uh, upper half here. Okay. And next on our list, let's now go to another stock that we are watching very closely. And that ticker is KNSL. So let's go over there, Ken. What are you seeing here? Well, this has been a mainstay in a lot of our uh, a lot of our growth screens. It's been a you know a, really a, a long time you know top performer in the stock market. You can see that explosive earnings move uh, last week when when shares were up uh, sharply, and I really like the price action so far this week. You can see how it's not giving up any ground after that huge price gain uh, next week. If you switch to the daily chart for a slightly different perspective, you can see the real bullish earnings gap uh, earlier in the week. And then those two down days were very, very orderly. You can see that it really didn't lose much ground, closed off lows both uh, both days, volume kind of shrank, and uh, and now it's just kind of sitting uh, right there. So when you see price action like this, it's a sign of strength and support and tells me that, uh, you know, Kinsell, which is in a pretty good industry group in the market right now, a lot of insurers are uh, outperforming. Uh, this one could could have some more upside left. And last but not least, let's take a look at FTI. Please give us your take here, Ken, up 6% today. Well, if we're looking for other areas in the market that uh, you know could could do well uh, this year, you know, seeing some recent outperformance in uh, in oil and gas stocks, still some questions about the, uh, the the U.S. economy and you know how 
how much is growth going to slow and really a slowdown in, in the rest of the world as well. So what that means for the demand picture for oil is a little uncertain, but I do like this um, machinery and equipment stock. It was formed, it merged uh, Technip, the French comp company merged with uh, FMC Technologies back in, I think it was 2017, 2016, something like that. This is a good base uh, forming. Uh, it's a stock that still looks like it's under some uh, accumulation here. Had a recent breakout over a trend line, so you obviously are, had an early uh, entry, but if you just want to put this one on the watch list, uh, see if it can get up closer to that uh, left side high, and then maybe it adds uh, a handle, but I think this is a, a name worth watching in the uh, machinery equipment group. And again, starting to see some isolated names in the oil and gas sector uh, acting uh, pretty well. Uh, Weatherford, WFRD is another uh, name that was talked about on uh, IBD Live uh, uh, this morning, WFRD that's uh, breaking out to uh, uh, new highs, and it's in the same uh, same industry group as uh, as uh, Technip FMC. So that's uh, that's good to see. You want to see, you know, kind of broad leadership in a group, uh, and uh, looks like you have it here. All right. Well, thank you, Ken, and thanks, everyone, for tuning in. We'll be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live. We hope you join us. We'll see you then. Bye now. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.